the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. It is Wednesday. It's a hump day. You got over the hump. You got through all the Monday, all the Tuesday, all the Wednesday. I think tomorrow's going to be a little bit of a rainy day. I got a big day tomorrow. It is little Arthur's happening day from uh, kindergarten. Today was last day of school. Yay! So he was all happy. Um, I hope you all are happy. Maybe a little rainy tomorrow, but you know we'll, we'll make sure that... Um, we get we get good weather for the weekend. I'll, I'll ask Sam Bellino to put in a good word with the big guy. Um, it's funny how like everyone in my world now just calls him Sam Bellino. He's not, he's no longer Matt Sambolin. He's I feel just like Bono. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, are you all right with that? Are you upset? Uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> you all right? I mean, is your family going to get upset? No. Why would they get upset? That's well, my I don't name. know. I mean, I'm actually. Well, it's not your your children's name when they go to school is not. I should say your daughter's name is not Sambolino. Maybe I should make it. Well, listen, in the neighborhood you live in, I, it'll you'll, it'll go a long way. Uh, well, we got a we got a great show for you today. We have uh, Joe Borelli coming on, and he's a AM nine seventy stalwart. Uh, he also fills in for Piscopo in the morning at times, and um, we're gonna have Sid Davidoff, who has got his fingers on the pulse of the city of New York and has had them on the pulse of the city of New York since he worked in city hall in the Lindsay administration in the 1970s. Um, we're going to obviously try to keep it positive here on the Idola power hour, but I would be remiss if I didn't start off with a national story that is quite upsetting. Um, a 26 year old man from California was arrested near the home of United States Supreme court justice, Brett Kavanaugh. He told the defendant told authorities that he traveled from California to Chevy Chase, Maryland, quote, to kill a specific United States Supreme Court justice, that he was upset about the leak of a recent Supreme Court decision regarding the right to abortion, as well as the recent the recent school shooting in Texas. Um, The guy went to he also indicated that he believed the justice uh, intended to side with the Second Amendment decision that would loosen gun control laws. This guy was going to a Supreme Court justice's house to kill him. <clears throat> this is not good. Um, the Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky called on the House to pass a Supreme Court security bill that would provide police protection to the immediate families of the nine justices and the Senate 
passed the bill unanimously in May. In response to today's incident, Senator McConnell stated, pass it before the sun sets today in regards to the bill. And unfortunately, McConnell is right. Let me just show you how things have changed. In 1993, um, I was able, I had known Justice Scalia for a year, and I was able to convince him to accept what we call here in New York City the Rapallo Award. Charles Rapallo was the first um, New York State Court of Appeals judge. That's the highest court in the state of Italian uh, descent. <clears throat> and uh, so we have a big event, the Colombian Lawyers of the first department, which is Manhattan and the Bronx, have a big event every year. COVID has obviously put a big chink in those plans, a dent in the armor, chink in the armor, dent in the plans, something like that. Um, but it's a it's a blowout event at the Waldorf Astoria. It used to be until it went closed down, then it went to the plaza, and now this year it's supposed to be at the Pierre. But when it was at the Waldorf, it was very, very special. The grand ballroom of the Waldorf is second to none in terms of just grandeur. I walked in there for the first time, I believe, when I was 12, when my father was the president of the Columbia Lawyers, and it was the Rapallo Luncheon with a 1,000 people at a Saturday afternoon luncheon. Um, when Justice Scalia got the award in uh, April of 1993, I was uh, the person who made it all happen at the ripe old age of 25 years old. And here he comes into New York City all by himself, on Amtrak, I may have really messed up. I, first, I went to Grand Central, thinking that he came in from Grand Central. I parked the car and everything, went into the central. It went into the Grand Central, and then I realized, oh my God, Washington Grand Central is Westchester in Connecticut. That's Metro North. This is Amtrak. It's in Penn Station. I drove like a maniac from Grand Central on Forty Second Street to Penn Station on Thirty Third Street. I did get there in time, and off comes Justice Scalia, just all by himself. Walking off the train, strolling over to me. Hey, Arturo, how are you? No security, no United States Marshals, nothing. Just a regular citizen. After 9-11, he, all nine justices, did start to get regular protection from the United States Marshals Service. And now, unfortunately, because of all the politics, the politicization of it all, now, uh, you know, their families uh, are going to be getting police protection. And that's, I mean, I'm happy about the police protection part, but it's sad that we've lived in a society now when lawyers who have become judges, who have become the ultimate judges, who are doing their job uh, the best that they see fit, even if you totally disagree with them, uh, are, are their lives are threatened now, their families' lives are threatened uh, you know, I've been texting a little bit or emailing, I should say, with, with Justice Alito. Um, I'm very concerned for him and his family since he is the author of at least the draft uh, opinion regarding abortion. It's, you know, it's definitely um, it's definitely something to be concerned about. And it's it's I don't know what to say. Disappointing stinks. That, that a, a Supreme Court justice now who really walked around as a common citizen and just had a separate job now has to not only look over their own shoulders, but look at their whole family, their their spouses and their children and extended family have to look over their shoulders as well. Um, <clears throat> luckily, this person was thwarted before any damage took place. But it is a warning sign. And, you know, we had uh, we had 
Bertie Carrick on yesterday talking about the warning signs of potential problems here in the United States of America, but particularly the city of New York with terrorism. Um, so that's another red flag that, that we have to, you know, we're talking about on one hand, individuals targeting individuals. And on the other hand, we're talking about, you know, terror cells targeting the greatest city in the world. Uh, and then speaking of Washington, D.C., the mayor of the city of New York was down in Washington, D.C., testifying before Congress, talking about gun control. And one of the things that he said in his many, in his speech, in his words to uh, the um, legislators down there, and his theme was, do the profits of gun manufacturers, are they more important than the lives of children? Um, because he was basically pushing for more laws regarding guns. It's time to decide if we we're going to be a nation of laws or a confederation of chaos. You know, he, he, he knows how to turn a word. Um, look, I know gun control is a big issue. It's a big issue to our listeners. And people don't want to be stripped of their rights to have a weapon. Uh, you know, people who really want to extrapolate it out and say, well, if the citizens don't have any weapons, then we're uh, defenseless from the government coming in and taking over. You know why that evident, why that theory flies in my face is the weaponry that the government has is so far superior than anything that anyone's going to buy at a gun show and the organization. I mean, if somehow or another government wants to take over our lives, you know, you having a, a, a 45 Glock um, is not going to really change our government from taking over your household or your neighborhood or whatever it is. If, you know, you want to possess a weapon for your, your own protection, for sporting purposes, that's fine. But let's just make sure the way we we look at people and we give people driver's license, commercial driver's license, all the licensing to become a barber, the licensing you have to do. I, I just think we could use a little regula- regulation in uh, our society, especially in cities like this, where we're all in such close quarters. And I think I mentioned to you, I was speaking to a first grade detective who told me the average accuracy rate for a trained NYD, NYPD officer in battle, not at the range, not when everything's nice and calm and cool at the range, in battle, I believe is 30%, 33%. So two-thirds of their shots they miss in battle. Not, not when I say in battle, when they're in a shootout. Not when they're calm, cool, and collected in, in a uh, target range. Um, but let's bring in people who are going to talk now about these topics, who this is their lives, this is their livelihood. Uh, Joe Borelli's coming up, and then Sid Davidoff is coming up. These are people who have their fingers on the pulse of city government and, to some degree, state government. And we'll talk to them. We'll talk to them right now about the budget. We'll talk to them about gun control. We'll talk to them about safety. We'll talk to them about schools and what their ideas are and what's going on in the city and the state of New York. So stick around for the remainder of the Idola Power Hour because it's going to be great. We'll be right back with Councilman Joe Borelli.
Arthur Idala here, attorney at law, and I can tell you that planning for the future is important. Protecting you and your family is essential. If you're not around to make decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. A will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, your overall estate plan. Attend a Connors & Sullivan free seminar, and you will have all of your questions answered by Mike Connors himself. Monday, June 27th at Buckley's Inn Marine Park at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Tuesday, June 28th at Conley's Corner in Maspeth at 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. Wednesday, June 29th at the Greenhouse Cafe in Bay Ridge at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. And Thursday, June 30th at the Adria Hotel in Bayside at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. If you can't make any of these free seminars, call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. And remember, folks, as Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. Do one thing this year that changes you forever. Something extraordinary. A bucket list experience with years of memories packed into 10 invigorating days. Join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza in Israel this November. We'll visit over 40 iconic places right from scripture and history. Reserve your spot today when you visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519. Today, it's Wellness Wednesday on Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Sponsored by Balance of Nature, the whole fruit and vegetable capsule delivering your maximum nutrition in every dose. 100% whole food nutrition with the taste, smell, and color of pure fruits and veggies as nature intended just for you. Try them now and see for yourself. 35% off and free shipping. Call now, 800-2468-751 or balanceofnature.com. And don't miss Wellness Wednesday tonight at 7 p.m. on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Eight eight. face that could come to mind the uh the man who's uh the big man on campus at city hall councilman joseph borelli councilman how are you sir 
Arthur, congratulations. 100 shows. Very nice. Very nice. I, I enjoy this show uh, when I'm sitting in traffic on the Gowanus. Uh, it always <laughs> brings us. It brings a, a smile to my face uh, in an otherwise sticky situation. That is that is my target audience, all kidding aside, because, you know, I, I live in Bay Ridge, and, and I see that traffic on a regular basis. And uh, the truth is, Joe, I am in communication with so many of my Staten Island friends under those circumstances. They'll call me, and around that time, somewhere between 5 and 7.30, and I'll answer the phone and I'll, if when I'm not on the air, and I'll be like, you're in traffic, right? Yep. We got to kill some time, right? Yeah, so I'll call a dollar and catch up. Uh, for for, for you know. Staten Islanders and South Brooklynites, it's kind of the equivalent of like the uh, the, the, the horizontal couch in a shrink's office, where yeah. you just you sit in traffic, you make a phone call, you get what you got to get off your chest, you talk to a pal, you phone a friend. It's good. It's good. Traffic's a good thing in that respect. Uh, there you go. I, I like I like you being positive. Before we talk about the news of the day and the week and the month and the year, how's your ping pong game doing, Councilman Borelli? It's good. I mean, the, the last game I beat uh, Frank in a two to two to nothing set. Um, you know, I'm hoping after his little break in Hawaii, he just, he just went on, on a break. Uh, I'm hoping he might have practiced out there because he needs all the help he can get. Now I'm going the other way. I think he's going to be more rusty, and uh, you know, you're, you're just going to destroy him. It may not even be. Uh, it may not even be a, a game anymore. You're just going to run right it's over. It's a shame now too. Because- he, he brings little Carmine there to watch, and, like, it's hard to do it in front oh. of his son, but the, the, the poor man gets beaten down. You never, uh, want, to humi- you never, want, to, never you want to humiliate, especially an Italian-American man in front of his child. But speaking exactly. of children, speaking of uh, education, speaking of budget, speaking of City Hall, Joe Borelli, give us a little State of the Union uh, from the Republican side of the aisle. Uh, you know, Eric Adams has got a solid half a year under his belt. Uh, how's he doing? How's the city doing? How we doing? Look, I mean, you know, as far as the budget goes, which you kind of led with, I mean, the budget is probably going to get a, a handshake uh, between the mayor and council in the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. And the, the budget is likely to include a refunding of the police budget to where it basically was before the pandemic. Um, and it's going to include a property tax rebate check. So, the question of whether Republicans and moderate Democrats are going to be influential in City Hall under an Adams administration, I think it's going to be kind of answered uh, by, by this first budget. Well, obviously, as a homeowner, <laughs> as is my father, I, I'm very happy to hear about that little uh, that little tidbit. I, and someone who lives in the city and rides, rides the subways, I'm happy to hear that the uh, law enforcement is going to be in good shape. How are we doing with sanitation, Joe? I, I hear a lot of complaints lately from just common folk uh, about they feel like sanitation isn't up to where, where it was, I don't know, a few years ago. Yeah, and I think this was an issue both for the mayor and, and for the council. And I think you're going to see the restoration uh, of some cuts that came out of the pandemic. I think you're going to start seeing uh, a bit more service come back, a bit more wastebasket service, a bit more uh, street sweeping service, a bit more lot cleaning service. You know, we, we don't want rats, whether you live in, in Bay Ridge or, or, or the West Village. Um, so a lot of the lot cleaning stuff that sanitation used to do kind of fell by the wayside. So I think we'll have that all back. And, and ultimately, uh, look, look, I can disagree with Mayor Adams on 10 different things. And, and next week you could have me on again and I can give you a whole song and dance, or dance of why I think he's wrong on things. Uh, but the budget is pretty good. Uh, I think the focus on, on restoring law enforcement is pretty good. Uh, and again, the sanitation stuff is, is is putting us back to a better place. You know, you you spoke about COVID, and didn't we? So we got an influx of federal funding. 
from COVID and, and you know, like the, the city got PPP release funds, that kind of stuff. Um, is that money still around? Has that money dried up? Yeah, this is the last year we'll see COVID money uh, impacting our budget. Uh, and that's, that is part of why uh, this year's budget was a bit easier to do. It's easier when there's enough money for everything, right? Uh, when you have to cut uh, certain things, then it becomes more problematic. I mean, just the stuff we had to cut now in a good year uh, was difficult. I sit on the budget negotiation team. So if you if you could imagine, uh, you know, 10 liberal colleagues of mine trying to cut uh, uh, programs, all of which were social justice and empowerment and gun violence prevention, all the buzzwords the, the progressives love, they had to come up with a plan to cut a lot of it. So uh, it, it, and this was easy because there's so much money to go around this year. Next year, uh, we won't get that two to three billion dollars we still had lying around from COVID. So it'll be a bit more of a challenge for the mayor. Um, tomorrow, there's going to be a big uh, argument in the appellate division about the lines of the assembly in the whole state. I'm asking you about the did they redraw the um, councilmatic lines based on the uh, the census? Yeah, so we're we're in the process now of our redistricting. We're having public hearings in every one of the five boroughs. The interesting thing about the council's redistricting is that we sort of acknowledge that it's a partisan process. So uh, myself, as the Republican leader, I get a number of appointments to the redistricting commission. The speaker, a Democrat, gets a a number of positions. And, of course, the mayor gets a number of positions. So, you know, once you just openly acknowledge that there is a bit of politics, that there is a bit of partisanship, uh, you know, despite the fact that we're still limited by the same Supreme Court decisions, which, which set parameters for redistricting, uh, but acknowledging that it is a political process actually makes it run more smoothly. Uh, and people don't want to hear that because people kind of buy into the idea of good government. We should be impartial. The truth of the matter is nothing is ever impartial in politics. Nothing is ever, ever, ever impartial or nonpartisan. Um, so when you acknowledge that and work with it, it's usually easier. So what is your goal as the leader of the Republicans in the city council? Is it to um, try to redistrict try to figure out how to draw a district so that it is uh, more Republican-friendly and you guys can pick up some more seats? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we want to have – I mean, our goal, frankly, is to have more members of the council be more concerned about a Republican general election than they are a Democratic primary. I think the mayor uh, might be simpatico in, in this idea as well, uh, where you have people competing for the moderate, the middle-ground voters. I think ultimately that builds a better mousetrap for the taxpayers of the city of New York. <clears throat> Remember back to like the 90s uh, when we had a George Pataki. People might not have liked George Pataki personally, or, or they might not have liked things that he, he did. But to have someone who was a different party act uh, as a check on the state assembly, or when we had the state senate in control by Republicans, we had a better mousetrap built for the taxpayers of New York State. That's my goal. And, and that's not something I have to hide uh, as someone who appoints members to this commission. And you have, how many Republicans are in the council now? Right now there are, are five, which is a, a large increase from where we once were when I first started, which was two. Okay. Uh, and so how, when, when you're doing the redistricting, how do you guys try to pick up another seat? In other words, do you, do you try to find these tiny little pockets of um, – yeah, like where people may be a little bit more conservative or, and, and, you know, whack up a, a, a current district. Like, just tell us how it works from your point of view. Well, the Supreme Court, with their numerous decisions on gerrymandering and redistricting, has, does have some parameters 
that we have to follow. We have to keep neighborhoods intact. And if you look at our district lines, they are more reflective of actual neighborhoods or community board boundaries than, say, the state assembly or state senate, which gerrymanders it uh, ad nauseum. In fact, I mean, so much so that they got struck down by, by a Democratic court. Um, so what we do is we, we, we hope and pray and, and sometimes try to influence neighborhoods of pockets of people to stay whole. So if there are certain Russian-speaking neighborhoods, for example, that, that make uh, up 170,000 people, we would love that to be its own um, um, city council district. And we know that trends indicate that a lot of Russian speakers, especially Russian Jewish pe- us people, um, are, are tending to vote Republican. Same thing with a lot of Asians. We would love more Asian Republicans. We would love more – I mean, we'd love Republicans of all stripes and colors. But we understand the demographics, and we're trying to make sure those communities have a voice. All right. Before I let you go, a, a poll just came out, and, and Eric Adams is not faring too well amongst the folks from a popularity point of view. Um, what says the uh, the leader of the Republican Party in the city council about these polls and, and popularity for a leader of City Hall? I will tell you what I told him, what I told mutual friends who are very close to him. Um, I'll say this uh, to the public. He is alienating pockets of people that would otherwise love everything he's saying. Uh, and a lot of it has to do, in my opinion, with some of the mandate and the firing city workers. He says the right things all the time on crime uh, and criminal justice reform. Again, this is my opinion. Um, and he's not wrong at all to blame, to basically put the entire blame on the problem on Albany. And I think he's right on that. And I think he's right on trying to restore police budgets. These things would be warmly received by moderate Republicans, by moderate Democrats, but those same people are ap- absolutely apoplectic why their, their, their four-year-old is still in a mask in preschool or why they can't go to their kid's graduation because they didn't want to take a vaccine or why their high school kid can't play high school basketball because he's not vaccinated, but, but you know, the Brooklyn Nets can play unvaccinated. These are the things that drive people absolutely mad, and he is not... He's basically taking demographics that would like him and alienating them. Well, there it is, folks. You heard it right here on AM 970, The Answer, from Joe Borelli. He's the councilman. He's Staten Island. He is the Republican leader in the city council. Joe Borelli, thank you very much for coming on the show, and um, good luck in ping pong this weekend. (laughs) Thanks very much. Be well. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Tonight at 7, it's Wellness Night, and that means we're going to be all about what's good for you. Dr. Mark Siegel will be joining us from the Fox News Medical All-Stars, and in addition, Dr. Douglas Howard with Balance of Nature, plus some other major stories uh, regarding wellness that you don't want to miss. It all starts at 7. Chances are your home financing questions won't end when this show does. So the next time you have a question about home loans, ask the lending experts at Citizens Bank. They can help you every step of the way during the home buying process, starting with getting a pre-approval before you start shopping for a new home. Call 212-857-6668, 212-857-6668, and ask a citizen. Mortgages are offered and originated by Citizen Bank N.A., NMLS number 433960, Equal Housing Lender. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. 
Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Visit SalemSurroundNewYork.com. Register now to take a journey that will impact you forever with Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Dinesh D'Souza for 10 life-changing days exploring over 40 historic sites in Israel this November 30th through December 9th. Sign up now at StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander, now in stock in all trim levels and all with a flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. Freehold Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Wednesday in New York City, right in the middle of it all on 45th and 5th. I've been working all day today. I am preparing for a big argument uh, tomorrow in the appellate division, first department. So in um, New York State, there's the trial court. That's the now it's weird. It messes everyone up because here it's called the Supreme Court, even though it is it is not supreme. Uh, then the next level up is the appellate division, and then on top of that is the highest court of the state, which is the Court of Appeals. There are only seven judges on the Court of Appeals. That it. That is the state equivalent to the United States Supreme Court. Um, But tomorrow I'm going into the appellate division here in New York City, the first department, which is a pretty prestigious yet daunting place all at the same time. But a man who is uh, not uh, afraid of anything prestigious and is never daunted is a man whose name I've known, I think, my entire life since he was at NYU Law School, the same time my father was. The one, the only, the fixture of New York City of law and politics, Sid Davidoff. Hello, Mr. Davidoff. How are you, sir? Uh, how are you doing? Everything is great. How are you? Well, everything is great as well. Tell me, Sid, off the top of your head, when you think of the late 60s and early 70s, in when you were in City Hall serving alongside Mayor Lindsay, and now you fast forward to 2022, what would you say the biggest, biggest differences in in city politics between in those fifty in that fifty year span? Well, there are a couple of things. First of all, in my years, we didn't have computers and we didn't have uh, uh, cell phones, so there wasn't everybody out there taking pictures of anything you did or, or having their opinion out on the uh, internet for other people to read. So we, you know, it was the um, seven dailies at that time. 
uh, in terms of the newspapers. Name them. Name them. Name them. Uh, <laughs> Let me see the Telegram, the, the Tribune, the News, the Mirror, the Post. What am I missing? I'm missing a Pretty couple good. of the, t- oh, the, the, the Times. Yeah, the Times. <laughs> that little uh, one. So, uh, you know, it wasn't. It was a different time. It was, you know, I like to say we got away with a lot more than you could today. Uh, just because, you know, you didn't have the kind of spotlight and the availability of, of, of an opinion everywhere. So it was, in, in a lot of ways, an easier time uh, as much as it was a crazy time. Uh, and if you think about the late 60s and early 70s, you think about you know, the assassinations, Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy. You think about uh, Stonewall and the emergence of the gay movement, the women's movement, uh, Columbia and the student power movement, you know, on and on. I mean, that was our, that was our time. And today, it's um, as chaotic as it seems today. It was not nearly what it was during those years. Fast forwarding, the good thing about our years as opposed to these years is that those of us who were Democrats, Republicans, and I served under the Republican mayor. Remember, if you knew John Lindsay at all, he was a three-term uh, congressman uh, in Washington, uh, made a great name for himself, ran for mayor on the Republican-Liberal line, and in his, in his re-election, ran on an independent line, liberal-independent, he lost the Republican primary. So you talk about a, a politics that, that's so different. Sid, who, who um, did he lose the Republican primary to? Uh, uh, Senator John Markey out of Staten Island. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. So it was a, it was a, in that year it was Mark, Markey. Procaccino was a Democratic uh, um, a primary winner, and John Lindsay. So you know, you know, it was. And then you fast forward to today, where once you were elected, and John Lindsay said it as well. I think Fiorello LaGuardia said it. Um, you know, there was no Republican or Democratic way of picking up garbage. And today, we just don't seem to have forgotten our politics once we're elected. Today, no matter, you know, if you're, if you're a Democrat or Republican, you take the party line, you take a look at the Congress, you take a look at our own state legislature, and everybody votes not their conscience and not their soul. They vote their constituency uh, and their, um, their politics. And it's unfortunate. Yeah, well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. What, real quick, what about the quality of life? You know, you mentioned there was no computers, there was no cell phone, obviously there was no email. Um, was it just a, a better life uh, in, in terms of being, not only in politics, but also your life in the law, Sid, as opposed to now with all the instant gratification? But yet the positive side is I know you like to travel a lot. You're never really disconnected either. So which way did oh, yeah. you prefer it? Well, that part, the part of traveling and be able to have your phone with you and be able to talk to your clients or your, your partners or whatever it may be, uh, is, is terrific. I mean, that has taken away a lot of anxiety, I hope, I know for me, and I suspect for most others. However, the, the, the flip side of that is that we're now 24-hour reachable. People are emailing 24 hours. They're calling all hours. There's no private life. I think it's taken away some of the quality of life. You know, we used to, the old days, Sundays were that day of rest. Business had to be closed. We, we stopped that. We don't have that Sabbath Sunday anymore. That's why um, I admire my Hasidic brothers, man. They could be in the middle, middle of a $10 billion deal. Right. And one minute before that sun goes down, they say, okay, we'll pick it up on Sunday. Bye-bye. And exactly. uh, I have a tremendous yeah. amount of respect for that. And the ultra-religious know how to do it. I think that quality of life that we miss of, of of the time when if you go to a restaurant now and you see a table of six people, four of them at least will be on their cell phone. I know. 
You're what right. they're looking at is beyond me. The other two take pictures of him sending him out. So <laughs> it, it has changed. Sid, I could do a whole show with you. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the, the city and what's going on right now. Sure. Every, obviously, crime is on everyone's mind. You, you've you been here nonstop. So you were here in the late 70s, the early 80s, the, then the crack wars. How do you compare crime in the city from to now to those days? Um. You know, perception is, is a lot, perhaps more than facts. We, we, each day we see something on the subway or we see a, sh- a shooting, and it's, it is terrible. But it's not nearly as bad as it was coming even from the, the, the 60s into the 70s, where it was less gun, it was more drugs, uh, into the 80s and 90s when there was a really a high level of crime. Uh, the city is still one of the safest big cities in the country. However... Perception is is take is and it's there. You've got to you know the front pages are full of it. It's a great tabloid story, um, and and unfortunately, people are afraid. It was just a poll that showed that seventy five percent of the people are afraid of of uh, the rising crime, crime in the city. Right. You know. Well, so um, look, I, I think uh, the one good one of the good things is that we've elected a mayor who, if anybody could deal with it in this day and age in this time and has the experience has been on the streets, Eric Adams. And this is a guy, and this is happening all over the country, but I think we're fortunate in New York that we have, we have someone who really, I mean, this man wore a bulletproof vest for 22 years to protect us. He's been on the streets. He grew up. He, did, he, was, he was diagnosed late with dyslexia. I mean, he, he is New York. And you sound like I, a fan, I, Sid. You sound like a fan. Uh, Listen, uh, he's only been there five months, give this guy a chance, but I, I think he has the potential to be one of our great mayors. Uh, I, I'm, I, the biggest critique, you know, Sid, this is my, this whole week we're celebrating. I've been on the air now for six months. I've done a hundred shows. Uh, and the biggest critique I've had, all kidding aside, is that I'm, I'm too nice to Eric Adams. I'm too supportive of Eric Adams. But hey, I'm not a schmuck. My whole life is New York City. Primarily yeah. Manhattan and Brooklyn. Those are my two big boroughs. And my big son, Luca, lives in Queens. Of course we should be rooting for him. Of course we should be supporting him. Not with blindfolds on, but you know, but, but supporting him because he says, I need all of you. And you're right when you say the perception is reality. And if the perception is, hey, when New York is New York and we're coming back and we're going to come back better and stronger than ever before, if we put that message out there, people like yourselves who wield so much influence and respect in this city, then I think we'll be on the road to recovery sooner than later. I, I will I will send that, continue to send a message. We need him to succeed. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sid, I, I love your law firm. I love all the guys there. Citron is fantastic. And obviously, Kapitanakis, who's my neighbor, who's a wonderful guy. And you can't forget the genius Howard Weiss. So you got, it all, you got it all going on. You just hired my niece, Nicole Santo. Uh, you got the law firm. You got the government relations. You got lobbying. It's uh, You are the man. You've been the man for, uh, I mean, I know how old you are because you're my father's. I think you're a year Whoa. younger than my dad. No, no, you're doing great. And thank you for all that you've done for the city. As I'm letting you go, you know, we've both been at the Gracie Mansion with former Mayor de Blasio. Does he have any shot at this congressional seat? I think uh, I think in a race of five or six people, if they stay in, I think he has to be considered the favorite. Okay. Well, there you go. So you're gonna, he's going to go no for runoff. Remember, Arthur, there's no runoff. Once whoever gets the 
plurality is going to be the, the congressperson. So that's what I'm betting on here. So he's going to be the first mayor since I think Imperatrice, who became a judge, to go from uh, mayor to at least another elected office, right? There's been no right. other mayor's Most, gone to an elected office after the mayor. No, it came the other way. You know, Koch, um, uh, Lindsay, they both came from the Congress and became mayor. So this is unusual. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, here on the Authorized Dollar Power Hour, Sid Davidoff, the, the guy who quietly, well, not that quietly, behind the scenes has been running New York City since John Lindsay. Thanks so much for finding the time, Sid. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Great to talk to you. Have a great afternoon. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. It's going to have to be a different man. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am97theanswer.com. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. If you love Broadway, movies, and music, then tune into Broadway at the Russian Tea Room Sunday afternoons at 5. Host Rob Taub interviews the biggest stars, writers, and directors, plus film and theater critics, along with people behind the scenes from doctors and fitness experts to casting directors, stagehands, and dressers. It's the only show of its kind, and it's right here on AM 970, The Answer. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. (laughs) Those are his words. So he said roughly, like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. (laughs) Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Right now, police are stepping up patrols to make sure drivers and pedestrians obey our crosswalk laws. Why? Because every year in New York, people are injured or killed just crossing the street. So remember, pedestrians, obey traffic signals and use crosswalks. And drivers, yield to pedestrians in crosswalks. If you don't, we will educate you on the law. And you may get a ticket, because tickets get attention, and that saves lives. A message from the Governor's Traffic Safety Committee. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, you'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. 
Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Sinatra, 82 years young, and um, Kanye West is 45. That's not a real big priority for me, but, you know, I'll throw it out there since he's all around. Barbara Bush, the former first lady, she would have been 97 today. She left us on April the 17th of 2018 at the age of 92. Joan Rivers would have been 89 today. She died, remember that, that she was having some... Very easy surgery and in a uh, ambulatory unit, um, and I don't know something didn't go right, and she died on eight, at eighty-one years old. And Jerry Stiller, great, funny, funny screaming guy, so many different shows. Obviously, uh, Costanza's father, he would have been ninety-five today. Uh, he died on May eleventh, twenty twenty, at the age of ninety-two. And today is National Best Friends Day. And as one of the guests, um, who are like a little bit of a surprise guest for me, who obviously is my best friend, I really, really hope she feels the same way about me, um, is a woman who I met on um, June 19th of 1999 at a wedding uh, where I was a, a single and I had no guest with me and she was a single and she had no guest with her. And we met at that wedding, and our lives, both of our lives, have been changed forever. And that was Marianne Elizabeth Bertuna. Hi, honey. Hello, husband. You know why I'm laughing is Johnny B. Shesmacito just walked in. Oh, hi, Arthur. And, hey, buddy. How you doing? Johnny B. Shesmacito walked in, and he kind of stuck his fingers down his throat. He was throwing up because I was saying such nice things about how we've changed each other's lives. Um, I know this is supposed to be an interview with you, honey, but obviously Arthur is there. Arthur, are you excited about tomorrow? Are you excited about tomorrow? Yes, he's very excited about tomorrow. Uh, honey, yeah, tell well, tell tell our millions of listeners what's happening tomorrow for Arthur. Our millions of listeners, Arthur has completed his kindergarten year, and he has uh, been promoted to first grade. Uh, oh, honey, yeah, are you proud? Are you? I, I'm, I'm sure. Are you proud of me, Marianne Bertuna? I am very proud of you okay. on your 100th show. Is this I, officially the 100th show? The 100th week? What is this? This the is the 100th, 100th week. Yeah, I don't know. I, I leave it up the to San Bellino. I, I leave it up to okay. San Bellino which show it was, but there was the 100th show. I think it was Friday, and that's when we played a little Rapid Pulse song. You know, Matt, people ask okay. me all the time, what it's like for you and I to work together. And I mean, the name of our firm is Idala Bertuna and Cammons and you and I are the first two pieces of that puzzle. So very quickly, just tell, well, it doesn't have to be that quickly. Tell people, what is it like working with your husband? 
think it's wonderful. We've been such a great team from day one. I I know you hear a lot of, of, uh, some people say it must be so hard, but I think it's fantastic. Um, Everything we've worked on together, I feel like it's just been a success. And um, I, I don't know, the rumors out there are that it's hard to work with your spouse, but we've proved differently. That's for sure. Oh, How many well, years is it? Twenty-five. That makes that, that makes me smile. It's not not, yeah. not it's not twenty-five quite yet. It started in nineteen ninety-nine, so I believe that would be twenty-three. Um, yes, yeah. and and we've tried cases together side by side. Actually, I was interviewed today, Marianne, about um, some of my summations and which ones stand out. And I say when I uh, summed up in the Lawrence Taylor case. When I turned around and I saw you sitting at the table, we tried it together, and you you were just very emotional and happy because apparently I did a good job. Uh, I said that meant so much to me to get your approval, not only because you're my wife, who I love you, but because I, I have so much respect for you as a lawyer. So thank you for that. Um, and tell yeah, everyone... What's it like? Because, well, you know, here we are and you're on the phone with me, but you're also uh, with Arthur and you have Ariana. And what's it like for a, a woman who is really has a very powerful, important career with people's lives in their hands mm-hmm. while you have a six month old and a five year old? Well, I, I in real time. So this my segment got pushed a little bit. So that caused you to be in a little bit of the chaos of it all. But right now I just stopped at the dry cleaners. But the next block is I'm dropping off a box of files to, an, to another attorney who's working uh, with me on a very big case. And then my next stop will be to feed Ariana. But then right after that, I have to go to the office and finish a file I'm working on. And stop at the bank. But luckily, everything is in with blocks of each other, so it all works out. That You know why, honey? That's because Bay Ridge is the best, right, honey? Bay Ridge? It, <laughs> it, it certainly is. I, I grew up here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know you did. <laughs> Very yeah. nice, Sam Bellino. Well, honey, it's I will it, let it's you. It's in real time. This is all happening. So oh, I guess I... it, it works. Yeah, there is yeah. that. There are not. There's not too much grass that grows underneath Marianne's feet, uh, even while she's nursing our daughter or feeding our son. Uh, although she gives them, she definitely goes out of her way to give them her undivided attention. Uh, she's she's a very competent person, who even though she blames me for always multitasking, uh, she may want to look in the mirror on that one because she's always doing something. Yes. Well, I am very proud of you and your whole team, and I look forward to being on again. And I oh, does that wait? Does that include Joan? Are you are you proud of Joan too, Matt? Yes. Thank God for Joan. What would we do without her? Uh, we'd be in big trouble. Sambolino, hit it, please. I just want to know. I just want to know when when I'm going to have my own song on the radio show. That's what I want to know. Well, I'll work on it with Sambolino. I don't know if you want. I should have a song. I feel like I should have a song. All right, San Bellino, can we work on that? Well, yeah, I'll see what I can oh, do. Okay. But really, you know, I we I love working with you, and uh, it's an honor. You're a fantastic lawyer in the courtroom, and that's probably how this all got started. Oh, hello. right, right, Daddy. Uh, We're very uh, proud of Daddy Arthur. Mayor, yeah? let me 
let me ask you one one real question. You know, speaking about Bay Ridge, okay. being a mother and being a lawyer, yeah. and I've had all these guests mm-hmm. on about the state of, of New York City and Brooklyn. What are your thoughts as a person who who's all over the place in New York in the best way possible? How do you think New York is doing right now? Uh, you know, I think Bay Ridge is doing great. I think Manhattan still needs a lo- some love and attention. It's really sad going. I mean, I lived in Manhattan for 15 years, and it's just to see what's going on on the sh- I mean, we have to do a better job. We're New Yorkers. I mean, we're homeless people, and, and you sometimes see children now. I mean, we just have to do a better job as a, a city. We're, we're safe in our little bubble, but it, it just breaks my heart after after I, I lived in, in the borough and I have seen how much it's changed. And I just think over time we could do a better job. All right. Well, we will we will work on it. We will use the Idola Power Hour platform to make New York the best it can be. Mayor, yeah. as I sign off, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I am going to. Pro- I'm definitely going to be working very late, preparing for this argument tomorrow. But I will be fresh as a daisy for tomorrow's happening, um, and then I'll be leaving yeah. the happening to go to court to do this argument. And thank you for understanding that uh, sometimes we have to split our time between work and yes. family. We- we support you, honey. We love you. Say, I love you, Daddy. He does love you. He's just a little crazy. <laughs> okay. I tell you, you're the best. I love you. This wasn't the smoothest segment, but we made it work. Uh, Marianne, so you make juggling, it. Juggling we, in the life of a mother, lawyer, wife, and, and very Marianne, we, we, son, so. we could actually say that about our life. Like, it's, it has, you know, it's not always the smoothest thing, but we always figure out a way to make it work. Right, honey? We do, right? That's the secret to a happy marriage. I agree. Well, my family. grandfather used to say the secret to a happy marriage was they went they went dancing five days a week. He went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and she went whatever Thursday, Friday. Anyway, that was a silly joke. I love you, Marianne. I love you, Arthur. Okay. I'm going to sign off. Well, from... Hopefully, we'll go dancing together one day. Soon. I can't wait, sweetheart. Whatever you want, we'll go oh, to the Fred okay. Astaire Studios. We... Arthur Murray. Sounds great. Great. We love you. We love you, too. Signing off on a Wednesday night from Midtown Manhattan, the Arthur Idala Power Hour. I hope you have a great night. Enjoy the ride home. Enjoy dinner. Rangers hurt us last night, but we'll come back. See you tomorrow. The preceding program, sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.